Hello, and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. Welcome to The Deep Dive, a deep dive review of The Last of Us, episode two, titled Infected. (laughs) Now joining me this week is my fellow survivor, a man as gruff and some say as tortured as Joel. Mm. It's John. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Mm. you... Sounds like you've got a lot going on <laughs> in that melon of yours. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. In my Swede. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's all good, mate. It's all good. Um, looking forward to this, obviously. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm Always. not, but I genuinely am. I'm sad a little bit to lose Gaz this week. Um, he obviously can't make yeah, it. Yeah, well, listeners, listeners, um, we've got some news. Now, of course, usually joining us is little Gareth. And some of you might have heard him on the hot take um, yesterday. Mm. But uh, unbelievably, he's gone missing. Now, in these sorts of situations, we would send out a search party. If we can be bothered. He's a goner. He's a goner. He is a goner. You know, we, we talk about how weak and feeble he is. Mm. Is it worth it, John? Pointless. Is it worth it for us to go out there for him? Yeah, unless, unless he's like, if he's carrying something of use, you know, mm. then it's like, we'll go mm. out and at least get that back. But yeah, I mean, he is definitely yeah. dead. Yeah, definitely dead. No, just joking, listeners. He's fine. Don't worry about it. He'll be back next week. But, you know, yeah. you've got me and gruff boy John <laughs> this week. And um, John, famously, you are a show-only viewer a of the series. Yes, a shownly. Yes, um, a man who wants to give us his truly uninfected thoughts um, <laughs> and watch the show as a standalone piece of media. Yep. Now you're not burdened by any of this video game nonsense, are you? Which is lovely. Definitely not. And you loved episode one. Mm. So, my dear friend, what did you think of episode two? Um, and how many delicious, delicious blueberries would you give it? It's another good episode, isn't it? You know, it's um, yeah, boy. I mean, look, <clears throat> they're not fucking around in this uh, in this show. They are getting on with it. There's no like, you know, there was a little tease of a, a clicker on a rooftop at the end of episode one. Yeah, yeah. And this episode, it's like, no, look, straight into it, straight into it, straight into a set piece. Um. So good on them for that. Uh, another episode, another major death, character death. Um, I wonder if they're going to do that every episode this this series. Well, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, I'm just on, obviously, for anyone who's just a show watcher. But you know, I've said it before, John. It's not you know, it's, it's not a very happy story. No, <laughs> no, I'm definitely getting that. It's uh, it's quite difficult to compare this episode to the first one i was talking to someone earlier actually um uh, and i said it it, i didn't think it was as good as the first episode but that's kind of unfair because it it was a bumper episode it's basically two episodes in one um yep and it's obviously got the opportunity to set the scene everything's new um i felt like there were probably parts of this episode that were quite slow I think actually, um, in a good way though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, you know me. I, I, I like the I like the story being slowed down to learn a little bit about the characters. Um, but obviously, look the 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 key kind of part of this episode is is this set piece in the museum. Um, and it was brilliant. You know, horror. I mean, it's just a horror film, isn't it? it it's just. Mm. You know, elements of uh, alien in there. Um, so yeah, look, uh, uh, another stellar uh, episode. Um, I'm going to give it four bloops out of five. I don't think yeah. it quite hit the heights of of the first episode. I think that there were genuinely some bits at the beginning where I was kind of like, get on with it. Um, but but that's fine. That's fine. Um, this felt like 
a longer episode than so so episode one didn't feel like it was 90 minutes this felt like it was it was 50 minutes i I felt it a little bit more um yeah i also would like to see a little bit more of the um the city a little bit more of the like the skyline and we could have even had this episode not even show you know clickers or stalkers or anything like that they've got a lot of things to introduce basically Mm. and there's only nine episodes remember not 10 so we're going to have quite a quite a bit to do um i will echo most of what you're saying i actually really liked it and i said this in the hot take like it's slowing down and it's just essentially tess joel and ellie walking and exploring the city trying to find the right way to the state capitol building and uh, I felt it worked brilliantly for letting the characters just have moments of discussion with amongst themselves. Mm. You're getting little layers uh, of tests, which I think are really important here. Um, see rays of hope um, filter into her mind, uh, even though she doesn't really let on to it until the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, whereas you see with Joel, you see how closed off and sort of he refuses to let any sort of hope ever enter his mind because he just doesn't want to get hurt it's the hope that kills you it's the hope that kills you being an englishman john we know that Mm. more than most sometimes in sporting terms Mm. that's what always happens it's the hope that kills you we're tryhards at sport really oh it might happen this time oh we've lost again (laughs) oh god (laughs) every time heartbroken um but now like i really like the slower pace i like the fact that it builds up this tension until you get to the museum set piece and it feels earned that 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 scary moment with the clickers mm. it feels like they really earned it yeah. like it felt like you know that like the tension in the outbreak day worked last week it was slowly ratcheting up and then it all broke loose and it made sense and here it was the same for me um and obviously the end is a fucking heartbreaker i said in the hot take that brought a tear to my eye and it does it does because uh, I think Anna Torv's test has been fantastic. I think her acting, like in the speech she gives Joel at the end, is just it's just a plus. Mm. It's unbelievable. Yeah, she's really good. Um, and her and Joel, like her and Pedro Pascal, they seem to bounce off each other so well. Um, Rumors that it's kind of a shame <laughs> that she's gone mm. because you know I would have loved to have seen a bit more of it. But like you said, they're not holding. They're not holding back. They're just going for it. Yeah. The story is not slowing down. And I'm happy that that's the case. I'm happy it looks like they're adapting the first game into the first season. Mm. That's the It's tracking that way at the moment. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy that they're not like drawing it out and making it like a four or five season show across the two games. Um, now, like you said, it's hard to compare the first episode and this episode. Now, the first episode, we gave a five. But that's because it did a very good job setting everything up. Yeah. It also showed the outbreak. There's stuff in here, which I wasn't expecting, like the Jakarta cold open, which we'll get onto in a minute. Mm. Um, but it blew me away. Like that, that those little extra bits of information are just for a video game player like myself, are like gold dust. Gold dust, yeah. Right? It's like it's just like, what is this is awesome world building. Um, even though I said in the hot take originally I was like, I'm not gonna like it at all. I ended up fucking loving it by the end of the scene. Mm. Um, so I'm going to give it another five, John, because yeah. I don't think you can necessarily have a go at it because it's not the premiere. Do you know what I mean? It still did everything. If this was oh, just an but, episode yeah. of any other show, I would give it a five because I love the dialogue. Yeah. I love the acting. I love the set piece. I love the set design. There's nothing about this episode which disappointed me. You know, I don't think you're going to score any of these episodes less than the five. <laughs> if that's the case, John, then this will be the greatest show I've ever seen, <laughs> probably. So, but d- I mean, so far, does it feel like what the greatest like series that you've ever seen? It's so hard to for me to differentiate the game and the show, yeah. and the show's doing a fantastic job. I know the story, so I know the story for me is one of the best stories I've ever experienced. So, oh, well, here's here's the way here's one for you without adapting it without yeah. kind of being spoilery but if it is going to 
and I think you're right. I think I said this ages ago anyway. Um, that the first game is just this first series. What is yeah. the what's going to be the worst episode? Oh, that is. I don't know. It's worth a guess. Well, look, isn't it? next episode, <laughs> it's, it's already been alluded to. We're getting Bill and Frank. Yep. So that's going to be good. I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be good. Um, well, I mean, you've given it five bloobs already, haven't you? <laughs> I don't want to say more than that. I don't want to spoil it for the lovely mm-hmm. listeners, you know, anyone who's just well, coming I'm not at saying it from a that, show perspective. Yeah, I'm not saying that you have to name any characters or anything like that. I just think where the story slows down, potentially, where you're a bit like, oh, I don't know how that's going to translate to screen. If it follows the 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 pacing that it has done with the game. It's all good, John, because it's <laughs> honestly, there's so much that happens. Honestly, I, I, yeah. I, I know that sounds like I'm just fucking just being a bit of a cop-out, but a cop out. I'm just thinking about the sections of the game and something interesting happens in everyone. There's no section of the game that is dull. This game is so tight, so well told that, you, you, trust me, listeners, you're in, for, you're in for a treat. Mm. You're in for a bloody treat. There you go. All right. Five bloobs. Now, five bloobs. Now, there's going to be a little musical interlude and uh, some adverts. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the plot of... Episode 2, Title Infected, directed by Neil Druckmann himself. See you on the other side. Okay, John. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Um, on September twenty fourth, two thousand three, two days before official outbreak day, mm. which is September twenty sixth, two thousand three, in Jakarta, Indonesia, a mycologist, Ibu Ratna, is enjoying her lunch when she's grabbed by some government soldiers and taken to a lab to study something peculiar. She learns that the cordyceps fungus has found a way to mutate and infect humans with patient zero, believed to be at a flower and grain plant. She then goes on to say there is no medication, no vaccine possible, and advises that the government bomb every city to slow the spread. <laughs> yeah, just bomb it all. Isn't it? Just bomb. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to take your advice for that. Obviously, you're a scientist and, you know, we'll we'll trust you for (laughs) for that. But, I mean, you're advocating for just carpet bombing civilians. Like, fucking hell. Honestly. It's like COVID all over again, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, she's she's gone from zero to 100 there. He was hoping for some sort of, like, you know, close off the city, Mm. um, you know, maybe kill a few people. Yeah. we have Not to contain it, don't we? Fucking, Just bomb all of it, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to go home. Just bomb it. <laughs> it's, it's kind of bleak, though, isn't it? That, that, that I'm, I found it really effective. Uh, I thought her it's performance... Very bleak, yeah. I thought her performance was fantastic mm. and very, like... I don't know, it was just so well constructed. Did you like this cold open? Yeah, look, I, I'm... I'm well behind this... Uh, this thing they've got going on. I, I <clears throat> it kind of would be silly for them to now not do it every episode. Feels like Yeah, I was gonna they ask have you that. to do that now. Yeah. Um I, I I was gonna I was gonna ask your predictions about whether or not they uh they end up in like different parts of the world. I was gonna say one of my notes here was ask John if they think they're gonna do this each week <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> That's literally my next one. And I was going to say, it's very Breaking Bad. And I said this to Gaz in the hot take, like how they're using these cold opens to just give people who play the game a bit of extra context, but also to surprise us and shed more light on the world building, mm. which didn't need to happen in the game. But I do think on the sh- in the show, it's, it's actually amazing. I think it really helps give context to what's going on. Interesting um, if, like, one of the cold opens where they're discussing just 
bombing London. They're like, you know, just bomb all of it. Yeah. But then it turns out it was like 20 yeah. years before the infection anyway. So- <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Nah, just, Nin- uh, 1983. Just bomb what it. The, just why, bomb why are we doing that? Because well, I was born in 84, so it. obviously, you know. We just have to bomb the whole city to make sure he doesn't exist. As um, soon as he was born, they were like, there's no containing him. <laughs> there's, there's no containing him. We've got to sort it yeah, out. I like the choice to do it. Um, I know in the hot take, uh, in the hot take, one, one of you mentioned whether or not we kind of even need to, to know like the existence of or the start of or how it happened. Um, and yep. I'm kind of, I'm not particularly fussed about uh, understanding how it's come about. And yeah, I don't really care about that. I am just fascinated to see the impact of it on the rest of the world. And and uh, mm. and, and I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get, you know, parts of Europe at some point. Mm. I, I just hope they don't eventually because obviously there's there's only so much story that they can adapt at the moment there's no last of us three game and they've said they're not going to go past the game Mm. i don't want them to do what the walking dead did and make like a fear the walking dead spin-off i don't want that i don't want any fucking spin-offs i like the the fact that they're expanding the universe Mm. but let's just try and get this story right um before yeah i mean that that's that's my only concern but i don't think they will do that I feel like they're they're very yeah. good at constraining themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would be rubbish. Um, I did tease it in the hot take. and We're going to talk about um, how the outbreak started. And uh, we're going to talk about this theory that was doing the rounds on Reddit last week. Oh, yeah. Um, which I like. And it, I, I think it's pretty much confirmed by this cold open. So what we know is Jakarta was mentioned uh, on the radio at the start of episode one. And they're like, Jakarta, where is that? Um, <laughs> anyway, turns out Jakarta has the largest flour and grain mill in the world. It is the largest exporter of flour and grain. Now, eagle-eyed viewers will have noticed last week um, there were several opportunities for the millers to eat baked goods that contain flour. Oh, yeah. However, they didn't. Uh, Nana had her biscuits, um, which then Joel was offered, and we see Nana eating them, and we know that she was infected, mm. right? Um, they also didn't have birthday pancakes because there was no flour. Joel also forgot the birthday cake when he came home. So... All of these... Oh, and also Sarah didn't eat the cookies at Nana's house because they were raisin Mm. and she didn't want that. So there were all of these opportunities where the Millers could have been infected by baked goods Mm. containing flour, which pretty much confirms that uh, the, the, you know, even the Ibu Ratna lady says, uh, who bit her? Mm. Who is patient zero? It's not. It's in the fucking flour, right? So... That is fascinating, and uh, I really like that mean? theory. What, what do you reckon to it, John? What does it mean? <laughs> I mean, what does it mean? It's just, um, well, look, um, at least it's flour, as in the baked, uh, <laughs> yeah, flour, as opposed to plants. I mean, let's not go, I don't know, like Day of the Triffids or the fucking happening where it's like well the earth's turning oh yes the happening yeah. the happening yeah you're fucked the happening is the trees isn't it yeah it's yeah, just yeah. The, they the just release or... a yeah, yeah, pheromone because yeah. they've had enough of people you know punishing the earth so they're like well, we're just going to make people suicidal um yeah that is kind of disturbing that film actually like like some of the stuff in there it's a good idea i just think it's terribly executed well, yeah just bizarre pardon the pun um yeah, I look. I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't notice any of that cake stuff. I'm normally quite good with stuff like that, but I yeah loves his cake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, delicious cake! Oh, that carrot Ooh, Len, cake. Did you, oh, yes. Why don't you talk about the fact that they didn't bring in the birthday cake? Because <laughs> I love cake. <laughs> <laughs> this time last week, I had so much birthday cake because uh, it was my daughter's <laughs> yeah. birthday for breakfast. It was disgusting, honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Yes, I I just I don't know what to make of it. I'm not sure that I care about its origin. So I, you know, yeah. If it's in the flower, then fine. Yeah, I like I like the fact that they're dodged bullets. Literally, like I, I quite like that that there were so many opportunities for them to get infected. Because even Sarah in the car is like, "Are we okay? Yeah, we're fine. Mm. Yeah, don't worry, we're fine." Yeah. Um, and at that point, they're just guessing. They have no idea how it started. You know? well, that's what you do with, um, with kids, isn't it? You just reassure them. You tell them that it's going to be all right, even when it's not. Even when it's not. Well, talking about reassuring kids. In the present, in 2023, Ellie wakes up in the ruins of Boston. She sees Joel and Tess both watching her at gunpoint. They are convinced she will turn and that she can't be immune. She then explains she is being transported west to a firefly camp mm. with doctors and facilities in the hopes of her being used to find a cure. Yeah. What do you reckon to uh, Ellie basically bathed in this sunlight, sort of top-down fetal position, very sort of saviour-esque? Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is true. Um, I don't know what to make of her performance in this episode. I kind of feel like mm-hmm. um, I I think when I think once we're up to like episode six and seven and uh, we've had large parts, which which is also why I think they, you know, made the decision to to get rid of Tess fairly quickly. Um, yep. I think the show just wants us to follow those two as a duo. Um, regardless of them, you know, bumping into other people along the way. Um, and I think their chemistry will, will get better. But, but some of Bella Ramsey's acting at the beginning of this episode, I don't know. I was kind of a bit, Mm. I sort of cringed a little bit at the, obviously I know it's supposed to be funny and it's, you know, that that's her personality, the twitching thing. And I don't know whether or not yeah. it's because I've seen it in the trailer over and over again. I think you've but, seen it, yeah. But when it happened, yeah, I was just I think a it, bit like, Ugh. Yeah, I think it's because you've seen it in the trailer. Genuinely, I think, I, I do think it was, obviously, it's, we've talked about this. It's one of the them, isn't it? In, yeah. The humour in the show is going to come from Bella. Yeah. It's going to come from Ellie. Yeah. Um, very rarely Joel, but that will start to happen. Um, but it's their relationship which brings the moments of levity amongst the horror that's going on around them, mm. right? And Ellie is 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 the vehicle for a lot of that humour. Yeah. Now, look, there's an ongoing joke in a game that her humour's terrible. You know, she even reads these um, pun books, yeah? So she's always delivering these terrible... You'd like this, John. Yeah, I'd love it. Terrible jokes. You love shit like that. Yeah, can't wait for and that I hope episode. That make, <laughs> makes it into the, the show. Um, so that's, that's, I get what you're saying though, because I think this is the most she's had to do, Mm. you know, obviously last week we only just got her at the end of the episode and it's getting used to this routine with her and Joel and now Tess and the dynamic. And then it's going to be just her and Joel. And that is what, like you said, the show wants to focus on because that is what's really going to warm your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like you said, by the time you get to, you know, episode four, five, and you're fully in the swing of just Joel and Ellie, you're going to be like completely sold. I'm sure. I mean, look, I, I do agree. I think it's always tough at the start, Yeah. Um, but I think she's doing a great job and I have seen the episode twice now and I am um, yeah, second time round. I, I, I'm very much sold on her being Ellie mm. and it's difficult because I've literally just played the game again. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. So I'm having to disassociate those characters with the new ones. Um, and she's doing a great job. I, I, I actually wrote here that, uh, why didn't she share some of that juicy chicken sandwich? Cause that was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Man. Rude. You've seen what they, they, what are they eating? Yeah. Like jerky. What the fuck is, what, what were they eating? Mm. It looked terrible. It's like in the road where they're just eating like sticks. <laughs> like there's a point there's a point where fucking Vigo Mortensen and his son are just like eating this stick or something. Are I'm you like, gonna finish that mud? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh 
uh, and I was looking at this like, what are, what are they eating, man? Mm. Like genuinely. Um, but then I did think there's bread around that chicken sandwich, yep. which also has flour in wow. it. Wow. So there you go. Just saying. That, is that uh, a little Surely nod? not steel, though. No, no, I know, not steel. <laughs> but I just, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't have saying. any sandwiches, otherwise you can turn. <laughs> well, I've written here that Tess uh, seems here to have a, a slither of hope that the world can be better. Joel is so broken, he refuses to allow that thought to even take hold. Mm. He's like, let's just send her back and kill her. <laughs> like let someone else kill her otherwise, otherwise we're gonna have to fucking kill her he's he's adamant he's like oh i don't want to have to kill a kid mm. i don't want to have to do that you know yes um and look rightly so you know he's yes <laughs> who wants to do that no one yeah i mean the the odds of this going to plan are very low very low yeah 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 well that's why you're the pessimist of the uh the group John. well now realist as they wander through the destroyed city, overtaken by nature and fungus, Ellie explains how she was bitten, breaking into a derelict mall in the QZ, and she questions why she can't see the infected anywhere. Joel and Tess say there are two ways they can go, the long way or the way they all fucking die. They choose the long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Okay, but this is what I'm talking about. So... You know they're standing outside, and you can see nature has has reclaimed um, the buildings, and you've got the building that's toppled over, and it's like it looks yep. cool. And then yep. it's like right, they go into a building, and you kind of avoid all that now, apart from a very talented yep. frog that's you know trying to play a piano. <laughs> um, blink, blonk, blink. I was actually watching that, John. You remember I had a spell during lockdown mm. where. I started to learn the piano. And, Six months, um, $2,000, and you can play chopsticks, and that's it. No, 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 no. Do you remember? I sent you a video of me no, playing the Westworld it. Delete it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I sent John and the podcast group the Westworld theme, like me playing it, and it's I remember you bad, cracking it? up. It was pretty bad. But I reckon this frog's got more talent than me, and I practiced for like, you know, two, 300 hours, mate. No, I mean, so, he, uh, that frog must have had all the time in the world to be playing that piano. <laughs> um, surely that piano would be knackered. I, I don't understand how it's still in yeah. tune. Like, well, nonsense. Any pianists, get in touch. Let us know Please how do. the strings get Please affected do. by yeah. uh, water over decades. Please. Um, but yeah, John, it's interesting you bring up the fact that you don't, go to those skyscrapers because in the game you do do that mm. no so, i know I, I i know of that bit i guess it's like i'm not even fussed about them going to the the skyscrapers but it's more <clears throat> you know in like 28 days later where he's just wandering around a desolate london um i wanted a little bit of that here in that first like 15 minutes of wandering around and a few more kind of uh yeah i'm sure we'll get it later on but just like cars that have been reclaimed and like big streets and you can see old school posters and stuff enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at bet mgm sign up using code old line and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with bet mgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with bet mgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code old line and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only maryland only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please play responsibly for help visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm national harbor promotional offer not available in washington dc it's like I, I love all that. So the posters are a big thing in the game and like good talking points for Ellie and Joel. Mm. Um, 
especially because Joel has context for them mm. and Ellie doesn't. So she's always very inquisitive yeah. um, about beauty posters, about uh, movie posters, about band posters, which we talked about last week in Click a Corner. Mm. Um, now, I'm sure we're going to get more of that. Don't don't worry. Yeah. I think I think like genuinely the, the start of this episode is pretty slow mm. um, because they are just wandering around. I mean, we see craters where the city was bombed, which ties nicely into <laughs> the cold open. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Um, and I've written here, it's mad how great the sets look. Mm. It looks incredible. Yeah. It looks just... I said this in a hot take. I can't believe it looks this good because I always thought this would be one of the biggest challenges for this TV show is the world design and how everything is overtaken by nature. The amount of work that has to go into this mm. is insane. You think of a film like I Am Legend, which is one of the only films I can think of that has a similar yeah. palette mm. in terms of uh, nature reclaiming the city. Mm. But that's a film, you know, and a lot of it, uh, although it's a good book, I think the overall sort of CGI in the film is so bad that it, it, it. I think you watch that film now and you will be like, oh, God, yeah, this is you can see everything. Mm. Like you can see it's a set. You can see it, the CGI is terrible. Yeah. Here they've actually gone <laughs> for a very good mixture of that and practical effects. And the practical effects are really selling just this world mm. to me. Like I think it's going to look great decades to come down the line you know yeah well i think the frog was cgi i think the piano is real do you, yeah do you know do you know what i was sitting there thinking <laughs> I, I genuinely was sitting there thinking how on my second watch obviously how many takes did they put that frog on that piano for <laughs> like like i was sat there going i bet they were there it's for gotta be fucking some employment ages. law that's like no you yeah. can only have that how many hours hour. yeah how many hours can a frog work yeah yeah um, uh, we've not got it today. It, it's his rap time. We're going to have to set it all up again tomorrow. Do you reckon? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you reckon uh, that frog? They just found it, or they actually had to go to an agency for it? <laughs> Imagine that casting call. Frog age one. Well, um, I mean, it's like you know. Yeah. I mean. It, you just find them anywhere. Then you just go to a swamp and you can you can catch them fairly easily. Yeah, frog wrangler. <laughs> uh, what's your job on set? I'm the frog wrangler. Yeah, sorry, well, I only need one. Yeah, why have you brought a hundred? Uh, like... You've got Neil Druck. <laughs> you've got Neil Druckmann and Craig Madsen on the radio. Like, um, have we got the frog yet? <laughs> still hunting them. Still, still looking for one. All right, shoots on hold. Yeah, so yeah. don't worry Where's about the it. Piano gone. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh now the piano's out of key for fuck's sake <laughs> scene ruined yeah. um, so they go through talking about the frog uh, they go through what used to be a five star hotel uh, as they go further they see thousands of infected in their mm. way which means they must now go the dangerous way through the museum now John have you ever stayed in a hotel that nice before before it was covered in water and oh, I've stayed in lily some pads. very, very nice hotels. You know me, I like to spoil Ooh, myself. You're a big shot, are you? Well, big no, shot. I'm not a big shot at all. Not a big shot at all. But I've are stayed you in saying some... you use our Patreon money <laughs> to fund your lifestyle? If Is I used our Patreon money to fund my lifestyle, I'd be sleeping in car park somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's... Uh, I mean, it's quite... No, please give us money. It's quite a nice... Um, it like they've picked a hotel that clearly is a bit of an old school hotel as well. Um, yeah, yep. you know, good choice, bellboy and all that stuff. You know, traditional. I yep. like it. Gaz could be a bellboy. Hundred percent. He could be hundred percent. Yeah, that's. He'd be wearing one of those little fez hats. You know, little red fez yeah. hat with a tassel. Yeah. Imagine seeing him in a hotel. You'd be like, your fez is familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good that yeah I'll take my hat um, off to you oh John. yeah there he is yeah yeah um, no look I've stayed in some wonderful hotels um, none that were you know 
sunken with a piano and a frog. Um, but yeah, like again, you know that. But that that little bit, that little uh, um, uh, that little scene, you know, it's. Uh, I was less annoyed with Bella Ramsey's portrayal in that. You know, see, she's warming up. She's <laughs> yeah. warming up, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably because I'd never seen it before, as opposed to seeing. Yeah. The twitching 50 times on trailers, but... That's right. I, I genuinely think that is what it is. Um, So, yeah, I love the music. Uh, I love the hotel set. I think it's great. Uh, you get these moments between Joel and Ellie here where Tess goes to unlock the door, um, which is, you know, nice little bit of question time. Ellie's just like quick firing these questions at Joel. And he is like, no more questions about me. And then <laughs> she asks about the infected and how long they can live. And some have been out there for 20 years, which is kind of terrifying. Um, but you start to see, you know, the relationship grow a little bit. You know, there's a little bit of banter here. But it, I said this to Gaz in the hot take. It's like it's very much in its infancy. At the moment, they're very standoffish, you know. But Ellie is trying to, you know, to form this relationship with oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell she's just fascinated by Joel. Yeah. She's like, and she asks about the fact, the guy that he killed and most people remember when he punched Mm, him to death, most people that would terrify them. But Ellie's like sort of impressed by it. Do you know what I mean? Which is kind of weird. Oh, she's a child of the apocalypse, right? She is. She is. And I think that's going to play out. Um, Ooh. for better and for Whoa. worse as the show goes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoiler warning. Um, yeah. No, that's no I just think, you know, being a Whoa. being a child of the apocalypse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh as uh you know, they see they see these uh thousands of clickers or whatever. Not clickers, thousands of infected, mm. sorry. Um and this is quite interesting, John. Um they mention something that is not in the game and we'll talk about it maybe a bit more in Clicker Corner later on. But it's this idea of this network of the fungus <laughs> uh, connecting the infected. Yeah. Similar to Stranger yeah, Things, John, uh, in a way. Why? Why is this, you know, why is this a thing? Yeah. Um, well, it works quite well at the end of the episode, no, uh, to be honest. Well, I, I mean, that's um, fucking convenient, isn't it? Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what I will say is I, I'm interested to see how this plays out now because and we'll talk about tendrils later. Delicious, delicious tendrils. Ugh, um, I think that change has been fantastic. The tendril change. I think it's working really mm. well. Um, I can tell you one I'm scene where it really s- doesn't, you know, I wouldn't describe yeah. it as fantastic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, uh, we'll get onto the sort of network situation in future episodes i think because I, I i think right now until we can really see it play out um later in the show um there must be more of a reason for mm. it and i'm very interested to see um what that is now in the game it doesn't happen and um now that's not to say that it, it maybe doesn't happen maybe they just don't know it in the game mm. or they don't you know understand the virus as well and there's a bit more context for the virus um, and the world in this show but uh, yeah there's definitely a change um, but anyway uh, they decide to go the, di- the difficult way which is museum and as they navigate the museum uh, which is a very cool uh, set piece this and this is where you're getting those alien vibes or aliens mm. vibes John yep. um, they discover one of the most dangerous forms of the infected is in there and they are clickers now clickers can't see but they can hear. And unfortunately, Ellie doesn't quite understand how well they can hear. Uh, she breathes a bit too loudly and all suddenly hell breaks loose. Mm. Uh, Joel eventually kills one and tests the other, but not before Ellie is bitten again. I know. For fuck's sake. Useless. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Well, usually... Uh, when you run into a clicker, it is game over if you get grabbed. Unless you've got a shiv in your back pocket, in which case, as I've said to you, always carry your shivs. Shiv. Shiv them away. Um, shiver me timbers. Uh, shiver my timbers. Yeah, great scene. 
you know great use of lighting uh they tease you a little bit where the clicker comes you know wandering in stumbling in at 2 a.m after a you know being at the pub all day um really creepy movement isn't it really like it's very unsettling so unsettling you know it is uh jittery you know it's that sort of why we don't like spiders um, it is. And, it is uh, why we don't like spiders. That creepy movement because their 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 limbs move in ways that our eyes can't really comprehend. Mm. Um, you know the speed at which they move and the clickers where they twitch and the movements they do is so unnatural to us that it, it is quite scary. It is quite like evoking those same fears. Yeah. Um, um, practical effects, John. I've written here outstanding. Looked fucking horrendous. These clickers. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, flower esque, actually, like <laughs> yeah. uh, not yeah. the baking stuff. Um, no, the actual flowers. Yeah, yeah, kind of mean. like yeah. Seymour. There's a beauty. There's a beauty to the horror. Yeah, you know, kind of. Um, like a Venus flytrap, kind of like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't go in there. Definitely don't go in there. Put your pepper army in there, like the old school nineteen eighties advert. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just uh, look. I, I think if I was to think of something like The Walking Dead or, or even Dawn of the Dead. I mean, I love Dawn of the Dead, the original. Yeah. I, lo- I mean, I love them both, but but the original uh, is is king. But they're just so slow and useless, and also it's like as they do in parody in Shaun of the Dead, it's very easy to act, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so oh, it's yeah. It's just fucking hell. Whereas these guys are like, uh, I don't know, Britain's got talent, break dancers. You know, they move in a way yeah. that well, they could be, actually. Yeah, well, John, I've got some very interesting information about the clickers oh. in Clicker Corner for oh, you. Yeah. So you just don't go too far. Don't go too far into my Clicker Corner, <laughs> yes. son. All right, you stay back. Yeah. I'll just put um, the pepper army in there. I've written here. <laughs> I've written here. Um, this reminds me of Jurassic Park. Yeah. In the kitchen mm. with the velociraptors. Yeah. In a way. Um, well, but but also one of the most effective scenes in cinema history. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that is very. Uh, uh, I I wonder if that was a, a an influence when they when they shot this. I wonder. Yeah. Genuinely, mm. I, I think there's. Definitely elements to it. Yeah. Um, of course, it's a straight adaptation from the game, so they've got that material. But the way it's shot is very interesting. Yeah. You know, um, that's what we mean, listeners. We're not saying that uh, the Last of Us is inspired by Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Well, no, but it yeah, is. They're filmmakers. So if, you if you disagree, stop listening. Um, if you disagree, stop listening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I mean, same as the T Rex, right? You know, it's just like just stand still. Like he, he, yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't. He's an idiot, isn't he? Just shh, yeah, yeah. And so, oh, I've sneezed. Idiot. Oh, I've thrown something at his head. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, an excellent scene. And look, that like this scene alone. I, I when I watched it, and I was thinking about my score afterwards, and I was like, I could five bloob this episode, but it just felt. I felt like I'd be doing a disservice to some other episodes later on in the season. Yeah, fair enough, John. You know, your blueberries are your own to dish out how you please. Yes. I'm sure via the way you're speaking, the listeners know that you very much like the episode, so yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. Mm. Um, now, after this horrific scene, um, Tess has hurt her ankle um, and they're on the rooftops and they can see the state capitol building. Um Joel then asks Ellie if it's everything she'd hoped for mm. uh, before they make their way to meet up with the remains of the Fireflies. Um, and we talked about this in the preview podcast. I talked about this in the video game podcast review. Um, it's these moments, these small moments amidst all <laughs> of the fucking chaos that goes on, yeah. um, which is why I love this story. Just a little beautiful moment this is one of the most famous lines from the game we'll talk about it in clicker corner you know is it everything you'd hope for um oh, shit and Christ. delivered beautifully 
<laughs> Imagine that. She goes, no. Yeah. Is it everything you hope for? She'd be like, no, that was fucking terrifying. I don't, yeah, I, what the can fuck we go am back, doing please? Here? Yeah. Um, yes. I I mean, it's it's the sort of thing that they'll play at like the Emmys when in the little promos that they do where yeah. one of them wins an award yeah, probably, yeah. or they both win awards, I don't know. Oh, I think I think there's going to be some award chatter mm. for this show. Yes. Um, let's just say that. However, you know, we thought Paddy Constadine was going to win a fucking Emmy that for was a his farce. portrayal. Of, that was a farce. That is a farce yeah. how he didn't get nominated for mm. that. Not uh, even for nominated. Not Disgusting. even nominated. Anyway, and that's our thoughts on that. won Jesus. the best show as well. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking travesty oh. that was. Anyway. Absolute travesty. So don't think you can predict these awards, guys, because sometimes <laughs> they make some ludicrous decisions. Um, they arrive at the old state house to find that the fireflies have been slaughtered mm. by the infected. Tess then reveals she was bitten uh, and then showing Ellie's bite is healing, proving her immunity. She pleads with Joel to take Ellie West to get help from Bill and Frank and to make up for all their <laughs> wrongs and horrors they have committed over the years. He's like, who's Ellie West? <laughs> hey wait a minute I've got Ellie where's Ellie West yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah this is just fantastic uh, the lighting in this scene stunning mm. like just the, the just it just looks incredible um, her impassioned plea to Joel um, it got me John it got me um, you know another person that Joel cares for is, is going to die um, I, which is kind of what why he doesn't open himself up. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. I wonder if you're a viewer that has had nothing to do with the video games, because I know in the hot take you were saying you started crying at this scene. I was like, oh, go away. Um, yeah. Just anything in it, just tearing up for nothing. Um, I'm a very emotional man, <laughs> sensitive. Um, yeah, don't judge. No, I am judging. I I just I don't think she's had enough time really to. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Like the impact uh, of it. And I don't know. Obviously, I have the game experience where you you you, you know you have this journey together. It probably takes a few hours, mm. and you're getting lines of dialogue throughout that. Also, so I've got the video game character in mind. I've also got Anna Torv's performance in mind. I think her performance is genuinely amazing. I think yeah, she's yeah. done a fan, just a fantastic job. Her and Joel together has given complete new context to that relationship that um, you don't really get in the game. Mm. Um, so there's a bit more weight to it. Um, and I just think her performance is so fucking good. <laughs> that she's so emotional in that in that moment that I was just like, yeah, I'm sold on it completely mm. um, and devastated to lose her. There's a moment where she's like, um, I, I, he's like, let me see it. And then she goes to show him and he takes a step backwards. Mm. And I was just like, what the fuck? He's like scared of her now. Mm. Like, and that was a really interesting part to that scene. Do you know what I mean? Because they're like a couple, right? We, we're pretty certain that they're, you know, they love each other to some extent. Well, um, <laughs> well, they've been together a long time from what we know, from what we, you know, in the QZ. So it's just very interesting to me. I, I thought it was fucking amazing. Like, I just, their whole dynamic in the scene really, it got me choked up. Mm. That's why I got choked up, you know. Yeah. More right. loss. I hate that. I, You know, it is what it is, but... It's just more loss. Yeah, more next week, even more. More and more. Um, all right, then uh, Joel then shoots an infected as they're sort of reanimating, uh, alerting the others uh, to their location. Tess convinces him to escape with Ellie as uh, she stays behind and blows up the building, killing herself and the horde of infected. All right, John. Sends him a little message, doesn't he? Things. Sends him a little message through the vines. Yeah. Oh, trouble over there. Yeah. How you doing, mate? You're right. Um, I'm dead. It, yeah. Um, we'll talk about this in Clicker Corner because there's quite a few differences, uh, which we'll get onto. Um, but we'll save that for there. I, I want to talk about. Um, we've talked about the hive mentality of the fungus, which obviously pays off here. Um, obviously you said it's very convenient I understand that 
Um, well, I mean, it is. I'm not uh, having a go, but I mean, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I might have just been okay with noise just being a thing. You know, a gunshot is fucking loud. It wakes everyone up. Um, but like I said, I'm happy to... I, I was worried about the tendril thing, and then <laughs> I think they fucking nailed that. So I'm interested to see how this plays out later in the season, basically. Mm. Um talking about tendrils delicious delicious tendrils that are fucking disgusting right i mentioned in the hot take that this is proper cronenberg horror Mm. this shit this is like a throwback to some quite disturbing sometimes very camp um horror that was around in the 80s Mm. um and to see it again like sort of coming back um is I think it's quite horrific, and I'm a big horror person, uh, someone who loves their horror, John, as you know, Um, especially body horror stuff, which Gareth (laughs) mentioned. Um, So Cronenberg's right up my alley, Mm. and that's why clickers are also, you know, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, Enough of that. He is famous. What did you you think about the uh, kiss of death that I've put on it, or the tendril kiss that was disgusting? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's very disgusting. Like, yeah, that body horror, that like that invasive. You yeah, know, that's again, it. invasive. Like, that's the word, yeah. yeah, like it's. Uh, you know, it's 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 like when you get like serial killers in films, and they use a knife. It's because it's personal, isn't it? It's mm. like you know, it's, yeah. it's pen- penetrative. Um, the. Uh, Again, like coming back to aliens and you know the the face huggers, yeah, the face huggers, the face fuckers, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They fuck your face and then your chest bursts open a day <laughs> later. So yeah. yeah, that and obviously the well, fuck it, I'm not even going to talk about aliens, but but regardless, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was really disgusting. Um. And it was kind of, I get, I mean, she's terrified, right? But, I mean, flinch a little bit. You'd be a bit like, ugh, get off me, man. Do you mm. know what I mean? We've all been I think there. she's just... Late night in a club. Yeah, You're like, no have. way, man. We have, John. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No way. I'm way out <laughs> of your league. What's going on here? Mostly when... You're kissing people. I think they're doing that to you. Is that? Don't be jealous. Don't be yeah. jealous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It's. Uh, it was disgusting. The uh, obviously the. Um. The this this. I was about to say zombie. Fucking hell! Get cancelled for doing that. But this infected. Yeah. That comes up to her. So that's a stalker, is it? As uh, I've I've read. Uh, yes, yeah, on the way to being a clicker. So you've got runner, stalker, showrunner. The stalkers usually <laughs> runners just a regular infected. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, showrunner. Yeah, stalker, clicker, yep. uh, bloater, shambler. Um, shambler. So you've got these different types. Yeah, the stalkers. Now the interesting thing about stalkers is usually they're like hiding in the darkness and stuff. So I don't know whether that's just you know I. I think it's hard to categorize this infected personally, but you know, listeners, let me know if you think I'm wrong. Um, it was not very stalkery, was it? No, just fucking walking up to her and then, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so. he looked a bit yeah stalkerish. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like Gaz, he said in the hot takes, he's going through abandoned buildings. You see him yeah, fucking wandering it, around. He? Does he actually do Weird. that? I, I, I did. I know he's obsessed. Um, he's too with scared. It. He's, yeah. he's too scared. He's obsessed with it. Fucking he, making he, it I up think on the hot days. Fucking hell! Just pretending to do stuff he... to be more interesting. <laughs> I don't think me. he said he does it. I think he likes watching oh, YouTube videos I think... of people exploring. No, buildings. he did say that as well. But also, there was a bit where he was like, "Yeah, I don't know." He'd shit himself, mate. Yeah, he's of terrified he of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's where he is now. He's trapped. That's why he couldn't make the pod. <laughs> <laughs> trapped in like yeah. an abandoned blockbuster from 10 years ago fucking hell <laughs> well obviously Tess does blow everyone up and then Joel and Ellie escape um, and Joel barely even looks back um, because once again he's lost someone that he cares about mm. um, 
and that is the end of the episode. Um, quite a short episode, but it definitely achieved a lot in its runtime. Yeah. We loved it, as you've heard. Um, but you know what we love even more is clickers. Ooh. And they feature quite heavily in this episode. Yeah. So it's about time we jump into Clicker Corner for all of the uh, video game Easter eggs and changes. See you on the other side. All right, John. What better place to start Clicker Corner than with the clickers? Yeah. So what I thought yes. was cool here, yeah, and you were talking about this, about all the, you know, break dancing and that. Mm. Um, they <laughs> kept the same actors that did the motion capture for the game for the show. Oh, nice. So I've written here, that's a very niche skill. Um so if you've got people who know how to be fungus monsters, mm. then let them be fungus monsters, yeah? You don't need to get another casting Correct. call out. Yeah. You haven't got the frog wrangler. You're not having to get him involved. You know, you just click a wrangler. Job lot. Yeah? <laughs> you know, I know you, you get frogs and that. Can you break dance? <laughs> By any chance, are you a break dancer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that, that's good. Um the, uh, give him some work keep him employed keep him employed yeah why not imagine getting that cool do you know that weird thing you did motion capture for about 10 years ago or whatever it was yeah yeah need you back need you back for a HBO TV show <laughs> just do what you did back yeah. then you got a fucking pittance back then I'd imagine but uh, we're going to pay they you a little bit more phone, this time and then they're like to their partner like guess what we've hit the big time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, remember good. that I'm, thing I'm that glad. I can do yeah no, that that is. It's nice to see that they are well ingrained in the the roots of the uh, of the Last roots. of Us. Uh, yeah, uh, video game. That's good. Yep, I've written here, and I'm going to write this in every clicker corner until the end of time. Backpacks. Yep. More lovely More. shots and use of the backpacks. <laughs> um, but seriously though, can we please craft something soon? I need to see Joel craft a Molotov or a Shiv, whatever. Well, that's going to be Please. part of an episode where they're building their relationship. Yep. He's like, come here, yep. let me show you how to do this, blah, blah, blah. That's a good and idea, And will show her that's how to idea. do something, and then whatever she's made will be how she saves his life or something. That's what will happen. Yep. Yep. Now, I'm not saying this is as, well, you know, there's obviously spoilers in Clicker Corner, so just, you know, just... Take everything I say with a little green of salt. There's a little giraffe toy on the floor. So, close up of it. I won't say any more, but game players, you know. You know. Next one. Ellie can't swim. Uh, this, of course, is probably the most overused mechanic in the game. Um, it, to the point where it's kind of like there's actual like, T-shirts of like fucking... Ellie on a wooden pallet as Joel ferries her across a fucking body of water. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how many times that happens. Mm. Now, I think they'll do it like once, but the fact she's mentioned it here is definitely going to play into the narrative, and it does play into the narrative. Um, but in the game, it's a very, I will say this, very fucking frustrating mechanic where you're like constantly having to find, hey, there's a wooden pallet over there. Then you go grab the wooden pallet and then you ferry her across to the other side of the fucking lake or something. It, it gets tedious. By the time you've done it for like the seventh time, it gets fucking tedious. <laughs> so hopefully the show uh, just nods to it, That'd maybe does it once and then doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, I've put here Joel boosting Tess up. I was waiting for the triangle button. Yes. Q. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very. Hey, g- give, me, give me a hand with this. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Joel, over here, Joel, over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ellie's knife. Now, it's interesting and something we didn't mention last week, but Sarah pulled out a cool looking knife from Joel's drawer when she got m- money to uh, fix the watch. Um, I have no idea how that ties in. Um <laughs> at all because it's not in the game like i've generally got no idea I, I just forgot about that whole thing but then i remembered it uh but seeing ellie's knife here uh might have something to do with it um does he still have this knife somewhere mm. right um 
of course, Ellie's main weapon in the game is her knife. Um, and she always helps you out if you're grabbed by, like, you know, a fucking human or an infected. She might sometimes, you know, occasionally help you out by stabbing them and letting you free. Um, it's her main melee weapon, whereas Joel uses fists or bricks or bottles. She uses her knife, her little switchblade, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. Do you think we'll see that knife again from Joel, the, uh, the one in his drawer? Doesn't make sense, does it? Kind of, no, you know, uh, like yeah. I think if you think about the timeline of events, she she leaves that knife in the drawer. She then obviously goes into town to repair his watch. He's obviously off to work. He then comes back late. Yeah. They watch a film, one. pass out on the sofa. He leaves. So at no point, yeah. I mean, fair, fair enough. Like, if he goes upstairs and goes, I'm going to get this knife before I walk into a police station, then fair enough, you know. <laughs> but right, I, I'd i imagine, no, we won't see it again. Okay. I, I, it's weird why, why they showed it then. I'm just mm. thinking about it now. Yeah. Just weird. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, walking across the wooden beam is exact like it is in the game. Is it everything you hoped for? Line straight from the game. Um and was beautifully delivered uh, by Pedro and responded to by Ellie, who says, you know, can't can't knock that view, um, which is very true. Mm. Jury's still out, but can't knock that view. That's what she says. Um, the end of the episode is, in fact, different to the game. In the game, it isn't the infected that come for them in the Capitol building. It is actually Fedra uh, who have tracked them and the fireflies to this location. Now, Tess still is bitten. She's still very heroic. Uh, she holds them off for as long as she can, giving Joel and Ellie a chance to escape into the subway system and then get out of the city. Um, the change to the infected here um, was interesting, I felt, but I guess it keeps it quite... It makes the story more contained and concise if you're then going oh yeah no it's fedra that have turned up at the end of the uh, at the end of the episode you'd be a bit like oh fuck who are these guys again Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's exactly why they've done it yeah 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 um, and, and i quite like the fact you know the episode's called infected and it focuses on the infected which is nice yeah at last um do you see uh tess die in the game um what you see is you go through some doors, you hear gunshots, then you actually have this um, view like on above the scene where the shootout happened, like the upper floors of the Capitol building where you can see her dead body. Right. So you hear these gunshots, then you are like sort of stealthily making your way out of the city into the subway system and you can see Tess on the floor dead, basically. Yeah. So it's quite effective, to be honest with you. It's 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 really well done. Mm. Um, but uh, th I felt this way was very good as well. And you got the weird Cronenberg tendrils. So what's not to love? Rank. Absolutely rank. Um, and John, that brings it to the end for Clicker Corner. Um, it's been... Uh, it's a good one, that one, I felt personally. Learned some stuff. Yeah. You learned some stuff. And I hope the dear listeners learned some stuff as well. Maybe some stuff they missed. Um... And that's it for the deep dive on The Last of Us Episode 2, titled Infected. We want to know your thoughts, theories, likes, dislikes on the show. Uh, so please do email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you never know, your email might get read out on the pod in future. Mm. Uh, that's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. The email is in the show notes. It would be amazing and so kind if people could subscribe, share and spread the word of the podcast. Um, you know, your support does mean the world to us and if people want to go even further um and pay for john's expensive very lavish lifestyle uh they can join our patreon and go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh where you can get access to bonus content and help us out financially yeah delicious delicious monies um and I, I promise John genuinely will not be spending it on hotels. And like he said, if he was spending it on hotels, it'd be like a fucking premiere or holiday in at best. Travel lodge. Yeah, he wouldn't be at a yeah. five star. Travel lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, John, thank you for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Uh we better go find Gaz because genuinely I am a little bit worried about him. 
uh, like you said, he's probably in one of those abandoned buildings that he likes to uh, explore. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, those very dodgy buildings yeah. that he just keeps turning up to and meeting people up. Yeah. But whatever, yeah. lifestyle choice. <laughs> we'll see you for next week, listeners, for episode three, where hopefully we get introduced to Bill and Frank. And until then, catch you later, Bill and Frank. And survive. <laughs> <laughs> uh...